Welcome to this week's episode of Eye of the Swarm, Season 5, Episode 11, your deep dive into anything and everything related to Yellow Jacket Athletics. With the Big Sal, Matt Johnson, I am John Garver, and Episode 1 of 2024, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, as we've, we have flipped the calendar, so how was the, how was the break, the holiday break? Busy. Yeah? I don't get any time off, I don't think, anymore, but... Uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, my mom and I went down to the city, spent some time with the family. Uh, COVID ran amok on one side of the family. Mm, so, that's no good. yeah, we had, for Christmas Eve, we were supposed to have the whole clan. We had about half of it. Okay. Um, but it was still good. Um, we uh, left town, came back to Duluth for New Year's because I had to work all New Year's. So, um, uh, we're going to be celebrating our New Year's thing this coming week. Okay. Um, our, we're going to have a dinner on Saturday night at a, the Silver Creek Chop House up in. Uh, up on Superior Shores, mm. up at Superior Shores, a okay. resort in Two Harbors. Um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, it was pretty straightforward. I mean, gifts were exchanged, smiles were had, drinks and, and uh, nourishment were taken in. <laughs> you know, it was very typical, I'd say. Right. You? But uh, but strange because it was the first one not at the house you grew up in. Yeah. Yeah, my, uh, my mother, who uh, moved out of the house that I had grown up in, 37 years, she lived there. Um, so my sister hosted. Okay. Uh, and so she actually did a pretty good job. I mean, the food was really, really good. Um, my sister has a background in culinary arts. So she knows what she's doing when it comes to getting food together. And, um, you know, everybody chipped in a little bit, brought something along to uh, to share with the rest of us. And so it was good. It wasn't quite a potluck, but kind of, you know, kind of, can you bring this? Can you bring that? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, a very good time was had by all, I think. Good. Um, you know, and New Year's, like I said, it was, it, it's, New Year's is not a big uh, holiday in my family. Right. It's very straightforward. So. Me either. Just another um, day. Yeah, it's just another day. It's just another turning of the calendar for us. So, um, yeah. I mean, that was, was pretty straightforward. Good. You? It was It was quick. You know, Christmas Eve here, Christmas Day at my sister's place. Two days later, games are happening. So, you know, yeah. it was a it was a quick turnaround. There really wasn't much yeah. of a break. But it was, it was good. It was fun. Yeah. You know, it's... The weather was crazy. Weather was crazy. It was foggy and raining in the cities. Yep. So yes, I've never had a Christmas where it was foggy I've and raining. I've never driven in rain on Christmas Day before, but I no. did this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's wacky. Yeah. Um, I, we should make a note, though, that it certainly has turned to winter now. It is winter now, and I'm, it, I'm happy about it. Yeah. I was happy to see a little bit of snowfall, and we're supposed to get a bunch more, mm-hmm. I think, today and going into tomorrow, and then it's supposed to bomb, the bomb's supposed to drop out, and then we're getting into the 30-degree below zero average you know we made it to mid-january actual feel like i'll I'll take it yeah i'll take it it. i'll take it too um but uh inclement weather did step in on our schedule this week it did so let's uh (laughs) why not let's dive into her (laughs) um well i mean everybody except for track and field we're in action Mm -hmm. um you know there's i don't know quite where to start i think i'll start with men's hockey just because they're probably playing the best of everybody right now okay um and since you're the hockey guy i will (laughs) uh i'll I'll yield to you at a certain level one eight uh eight of their last nine correct and uh, won their own tournament for the first time ever. for the first time ever yeah beat the number two ranked team in the country saints glasgow which was a benefit Mm -hmm. not just being a bridge rival but a team that was undefeated going in right beat them in overtime and uh have now won eight out of nine after starting losing five of six yeah, so it's been a it's been a tale of two seasons at least to this point. It, it really has. Yeah, it it really has. And I I think when uh, U.S. College Hockey Online recapped the, the games from that week because again that was two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. They said you know they opened their paragraph with you remember when Superior was one and five. Yep. You know, and now you got a team that's nine and six. So they've yep. they figured some things out. You know, and yeah. you know we'll we'll talk to Coach McKenna here in the next segment. But he he said right from the get go, this is a young group. Oh yeah. And there's going to be growing pains here. There's going to be some hiccups here. So a lot of it new names just so happens roster. that everything yeah. happened in the first five games, right? Yeah, you know. And he uh, he made a point of saying in the pregame prior to the Scholastica game, the night before they beat Marion two to one, scoring twice in the first period, and then kind of hanging on, right? But one of the players getting up and saying after that game, guys, yep. Earlier in the year, we lose that game that we just won. Yep. So we, we've come a long way. Things have, yeah. Things are, are turning in a good direction for us here now, and it's it's happening at a good time because you're about to dive into the the teeth yeah. of your conference schedule. And they had uh, last weekend off, so that's nice. So they were able to get their legs under them a little bit more. I don't think that they, I mean, they've only played twice in the last, um, what? They well, I mean, if you go three back, weeks, if you both? go back to they they yeah. beat. Uh, Stevens Point on December third. They played three times since then. Yeah, three games. You know, in like so a, three games in, in over a in month. basically five weeks. Yeah. So, 
for the most part, health should be good. Yeah. Guys should feel rested and yeah, should be ready to go. Should be ready to so go. Yeah, because it's going to be a grind. Here. It's going to be. We, all, a, yeah. we know it's a grind every year. Yeah. Uh, women's hockey is also grinding along, but not necessarily in a good way. Right. Uh, lost their struggle right now. Yep. Yeah, they're riding the struggle bus, as we would say. Mm-hmm. Um, things just aren't really clicking for them right now. I mean, uh, got swept by Marion this past weekend at home. Yep. One of them was a shutout, and then losing to Augsburg three to one their last outing. Not a terrible result, but yeah, I, I watched most of it, mm-hmm. and I, I think I feel like they're a better team. Okay. To be honest with you, it yeah. was Augsburg's first game back, and there was definitely some rust there. Yeah, but I, 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 I thought they were the better team last night. Yeah, they really did. Right thing. Right now, things are just not going their way. Yeah. So they're having a tough. They got to get a win somewhere in here, and, and just for morale's sake, right? You know, and just get something to go right for them, mm-hmm. uh, just to, just to keep things together. Well, and they're at the point now. I mean, that was their last non-conference game last right. night. Right. Yeah. We record this on Wednesday. You know that Augsburg game was their last one. Yeah. So now it's all conference play from here on out. Right. Yeah. Both basketball teams have won two of their three games since the break. Um, both teams split at their respective tournaments, holiday tournaments, and then both teams beat Northland last Saturday. Uh, Saturday. So um, the women's game was kind of a washout. Um, Northland was in a really tough spot. Yeah, they've they've got some problems. Yeah, uh, brought five players, and by the end, their point guard basically had nothing left in the tank, and yep. she was she was noticeably laboring yep. on the court, um, as were a couple of the other players too. But uh, Yellow Jacket women won by fifty one. And uh, but the upside there was that everybody got a chance to play, mm-hmm. so everybody got in and and uh, got minutes in, and you know Emily rotated the 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 playing time pretty well. The minutes, yeah, I mean were, you, I think the the top was sixteen minutes maybe. Yeah. that somebody got so yeah. and she rotated the the you know the the roster pretty well. Yep, and everybody got minutes, so that was good. Uh, men's basketball uh, defeated Northland as well, pulled away in the second half a little bit. Uh, well, yeah, because that was only a 10-point game yeah, at halftime. Yeah, yeah. Pulled away in the second half, went on a big run to start the second half, and then just sort of, like I said, every, just about everybody got in mm-hmm. and played some minutes in that game. So that was kind of the upshot of those two games. Um, and then if, if you look at what the basketball teams did at their respective tournaments, you know, the women beat Marion, lost to St. Norbert, the men lost to uh, Dubuque, who's a really good team. Yeah. And then uh, beat all of it. Are they ranked? They should be if they're not. Yeah. Uh, they... Because they were unbeaten. They are unbeaten. Yeah, they're they, unbeaten. And they beat St. Norbert the next day. Yeah. So they're 11 or 12-0 and 0 now. Okay. Um, good team. Yeah. Really good team, according to what uh, the players and the coaches told me about Dubuque. And then, um, um, well, especially in that conference, the Iowa League is good. So um, bouncing back, nice win against Olivet. And then, like I said, taking care of Northland. Both those teams have huge games coming up this weekend yeah. with the North Central and Northwestern coming up. So those are big games, um, and hopefully they'll be ready to go. They should be pretty well-rested. Um, I think the health is pretty good for both teams too, mm-hmm. so that will help a little bit too. Sure. So uh, maybe maybe the guys are a little bit more banged up than the girls are, but um, yeah, I mean that you know um, should be in good shape, and we'll see how they fare this weekend. But two huge games on the road coming up this weekend, um, and then uh, track and field get back to it. Yeah, they start practice next week. Yep. And uh, five days later, they're hosting a meet. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, like the defense of the conference title for both those teams. Uh, starts up in earnest mm-hmm. coming up here in this next week or so. So, uh, yeah, I mean, things are going to start kicking up a little bit now. It's yeah. been a little bit of a quiet period, but now we're going to start getting into the teeth of it. Yeah, everybody's back into regular yeah. action, and, uh, you know, both basketball teams in conference play, women's hockey's in conference play, men's hockey has their last non-conference weekend this weekend yep. mm-hmm. before they dive back into conference play for their mm-hmm. last eight games. So it's going to get going to get hot pretty fast. Here. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be busy. It's going to be busy, but it should be fun. So looking forward to it. Speaking of hockey, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we will sit down with Yellow Jacket head coach Rich McKenna from the men's hockey program. And uh, I know he's got a player coming, but I don't know who it is yet. Oh, it's a So we will find out in a matter of minutes <laughs> who will be joining us for the roundtable segment of this week's episode. So we're going to be right back. You are watching Eye of the Swarm. We're back for the roundtable segment of this week's Eye of the Swarm, and we're heading back to the rink and talking a little hockey. Coach McKenna, Liam Whitehouse from the Yellow Jacket Men's Hockey Team. Guys, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. So, where to start? Um, Your interview. (laughs) Tale of two seasons so far. It basically is. So, I mean, I guess start at the beginning because, you know, 0-4, 1-5, and and, uh, since turned that around into 9-6 and by winning eight of your last nine. So... Let's talk a little bit about the the rocky start and how you kind of smooth things out a little bit here to get riding a pretty good wave lately. Well, I, you know, if you look at the the uh, the losses that we had in the beginning of the year, I think at the end of the day we played well enough to probably not be zero and four. We just you know didn't capitalize on some chances. We're a young team, thirteen new guys. Uh, we did tweak some some systems or structure, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
I just think it was a kind of a, a little bit of a not getting some bounces, uh, not capitalizing on certain chances, new guys, a little bit of the system, you know, changing. It was a new year. We went to 114 days. We, you know, started a little bit earlier and stuff like that. So I just think we, it took us a little bit longer, longer than I expected. But uh, at the end of the day, you could see it was there. So, you know, we had to, you know, strip it down a little bit. Maybe we went a little bit fast. Whitey can can uh, can go on it a little bit more. But I just think it was a part that it was something that we had to go through to get to where we are right now, which is, you know, I like where we're at. Like, it's fun to win. But, uh, you know, it, it was... It, it was new. I mean, personally for me, it was really new. We've never, we've, I mean, minus my first year or two, we usually hit our adversity in the second half. So the, it was a little bit different in managing that because we had so many new guys. I didn't really know who, they didn't have this body of work where I could be like, okay, let's piece this together. This guy can work with this guy. It was more, everything happened at once. Um, so I think that prolonged it a little bit, and then, uh, but I think we've been better for it. You're one of those guys. They I mean you, you're a returner, but you came at the break, and didn't have that body of work or anything with. So you he, he didn't know what his body of work was. You really didn't have a full season with him. So I, I think probably consider yourself a new guy. With all those new guys, or lucky, how, he didn't have that, that too. Season with, me. <laughs> with, with with all the new guys, though, how did you how did you blend all that together? Um, I mean, it's pretty easy when you got the room that we have out there. I mean, guys want to show up, guys want to get to work, and guys want to achieve what our team goal is. And we want the YAC national cha- we want the YAC na- championship. We want the national championship, and everybody in the room has the same mindset. And uh, Obviously, going 0-4 to start is on nobody's bucket list. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, the energy didn't change in the room. We knew we had it in the room to uh, still achieve those goals. So, I mean, it's easy to show up to the rink every day and with a group of guys that wants to get the job done like that. Even with him, because you know chances are run out quickly and patience run out quickly. I was super calm. <laughs> super calm. I think we are in game three and you're like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I, I vent, yes. I vent to you, Garves. I vent to the staff. But uh, that what Whitey hit on, I think, was really important. Like, the energy was there. The guys were listening. The guys, you know, believed in kind of the path that we set forth to be like, all right, like, we got we to gotta dig out of this thing. And I think that was a uh, really big factor to how we kind of – Ended it, you know, because we didn't know how it was going to go because we lost after our first win. And, you know, so, like, it, it's like, oh, here we go again, right? But after that uh, fifth loss, you know, yeah, did we get a little bit better? Did we get the monkey off our back in terms of, of getting that first win? So it, it, But the energy never changed. And I, I don't think the guys drive for, you know, being successful changed, and I think if anything, they doubled down on it. And you know, it, got, it you know, and then we went on a little bit of a heater, and it was good. And so it's you know, it it was big. It was it was fun to come to the rink still, even when we were one and five, getting into you know game seven, and you know, ultimately ch- starting to chip away. And then I think that energy started to turn into deeper belief because then we went um we were one five then we went two and five right three and five you won four in a row we went four in a row back to five and five back to five and and five then went five and six and then four in a row then we went four in a row again so i think that kind of uh that fueled the belief a little bit amongst the room um, you know, because those guys, you know, the new guys and all that stuff, they're, they're trying to, you know, they're looking at us and being like, all right, how do we get out of this too? And, you know, I, I think there was a little bit of a blend of the team taking ownership and also then doing what was kind of told in, in a way, mm-hmm. you know. 
Um, and it, and if, if they didn't take ownership, I don't know if we'd be where we currently are right now. You both have used – this is a dumb question because you know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. You both have used – talked about the room and the culture in the room and the attitude in the room. Obviously, that's very important. How important when you are navigating an 0-4 and a 1-5? I mean, um, just having that confidence that we're going to crawl out of this, it was – I mean, yeah, 1-4, it's – like I said, nobody's bucket list, but having the confidence that we are going to crawl out of it, and we all had that collectively. Like, we still wanted to show up to the rink. Uh, Rich wasn't losing his mind, nope. which was nice. Totally calm. Um, he knew it, too. Totally calm. So the room was, we knew the players we had in the room. We knew the quality of the players we had in the room, and we knew what we could do together as a team because we had glimpses of it in preseason, and everybody's been playing good teams before this. And we brought in a bunch of new guys. So we were kind of just waiting for it to click. It wasn't a matter of if, it was a matter of when. Mm -hmm. And we hit that, which is nice to get over with in the first half of the season. Mm -hmm. so, well, go ahead. Uh, I mean, Rich and I, we talk quite a bit during soccer season about what the year's going to look like for hockey. That's sort of what we Best do. Best game manager in the staff. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that I remember you told me, Rich, was, okay, so I've got a lot of new guys coming in. It's about half the roster is pretty much brand new. And we've got some new goaltenders and everything, you know. And all key positions. Yeah, all key positions. And I remember you saying to me, you know, it's going to be interesting. He said, I'm really happy with what I've seen, but there are going to be bumps in the road for sure. And I, I could I could kind of tell that he was going to be kind of, well, I have to be a little more diplomatic about this because there's a lot of change happening here. Right. You know, and you're, when you roll out for the first, you know, weekend or first two weekends and you're playing four games, five games, and you're like, okay, let's see what we can do. It's sort of, I mean, you want to win those games, but at the same time, you're learning as you go. Yeah. So, and that's where that kind of calmness, I think, in the room kind of takes over a little bit, where if the coach doesn't panic and Rich just watches and says, hey, look, we're figuring ourselves out a little bit here. You know, it, I, yeah, you know, and that's. It, there was that. And then, you know, like after Scholastica, it is what it is. I thought we had a great third period, right? And then we played Augsburg and, you know, we went 2 2 1 against them. Uh, but then when. We kind of hit on the way back when we started 0-3. That's kind of where I don't want to say I I lost it, but I kind of I kind of did say like I'm not gonna sit here and give you guys moral victories. Like if you think like that, I'm just gonna rub your back and be like, hey, it's it's okay to lose. Like that, I'm not the guy for you. So like. I think when that kind of happened, because up until that point, it, there was a learning process and all, but I think that kind of put a little bit of like, we're not going to make excuses though. I don't care if it's 23 yeah. new guys or whatever. And it, that's when I think ownership started to happen. Um, certain guys stepped up naturally, gave us a little bit of breathing room, or you saw saw guys like war warming up and being like, all right, like it's going to break through for this guy. It's going to break through for this guy. Though the guys in the room then saw it, other guys simplified their jobs a little bit, and I, you know, and then you know, yeah, we went 0-4, right? But then you know, we 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 got one. We but we started to play better hockey, yeah. and you know, it, it came down. We broke it back down to the individual. Broke it back down to, like, what, what do we value? Um, what do we value within the process? And then I think that helped give the guys a little bit of a direction. Um, and then, yeah, and ultimately, I mean, like we played, you know, this past weekend against Marion and Scholastica, we played well. In the beginning of the year, we lose those games. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, and that was, and what's really cool, that was said by a guy in the room. I thought that was a very mature uh, analysis of the past weekend sure. and quite frankly you know i against Scholastica, like we got out chanced against them but we found a way yeah right so we you know you're not always going to play your best and and win every single time you take the ice but you're also you know that's the bounce that we didn't get in the beginning but mm -hmm. we've earned it now right kind of feel like i'm having the uh discussion i had with you guys at center ice at <laughs> yeah. well i mean it it comes down to there. There is such a saying as "nose to the grindstone," and you, sometimes you have yeah. to grind it out. That's just how it has to go. You know, not everything's going to be a work of art. And 
I felt like just from watching you guys, once you got that first one, it was like the big monkey got off of your back. You know, like it was just like, okay, you know, it was hard to get the first one. Now we know, you know, that we can win games. And I mean, I don't know if a light switch is on when that happens or not, but it's more of like, I could kind of tell a little bit because I was there when you guys won your yeah. first one. And it was like, there was just a big sigh of relief almost. It was like, oh, finally, mm-hmm. you know, we finally got now, you know, we've been working hard. We've been trying. We haven't seen the result yet that we want. Now we got that first one. Now, like, the light switches on and we're like, okay, let's get back to work now. Now we know what it feels like. We can actually win. Let's keep on winning and doing what we need to do to win games. And things will just take care of themselves, you know. And, yeah, and, like, you know, Whitey is a great example of it too. Like, you know, he comes in here. Trying to acclimate them, we're in the process of, you know, we then immediately start navigating a uh, a little bit of a slide in the second half, right? I don't know a ton about Whitey yet. You know, he, he doesn't maybe get some of those opportunities. Um, season ends, you know, all these new guys. I mean, Whitey was kind of roped into those new guys too a little bit. Right. Obviously, with practice and all that stuff, I saw a little bit. I've, I've seen it, but... Um, and then, you know, all of a sudden, you know, Whitey comes in and he does an absolute terrific job on the on the penalty kill. Well, that, you know, like that was a piece that we needed to fix. So then, you know, then we found two, we need two right shot D and we have, we're overloaded on the left side, right? So we're playing guys on their offhand. Well, we need to right shot D. It changes those couple of those those shifts, right? It yep. extends a little bit of ozone time sometimes for two out of the four forward shifts. Um, you know, and and again, I don't, I still don't feel we're firing firing on all cylinders. We mm-hmm. still have some really talented hockey players that are, right. uh, you know, a little bit snake bitten or or whatever, or coming back or going through a slump or, you know, maybe not being as consistent as we need them to be. But we have depth. We're utilizing it. Guys are getting in. Guys are doing a good job. Ended on a good note. You know, focus for the next game. You know, certain guys have played every game. We've basically have used almost every single guy on our roster. And every, you know, every goalie is, you know, you got to give the goalie some goal support too. I think it's pretty tough for a new guy to come in and, you know, all right, I'm going to be one shot better than the other team. Right. But, yeah. And, and outplay the other goalie. But, you know, we're only going to score one. So, <laughs> right. like, you right. know, yeah, hey, yeah, you better yeah, be perfect. Yeah. You better yeah, be perfect better be at perfect. that point. And I think that, you know, it was just a little bit of finding who we are. How was that? How difficult was that for you, though, coming in, what, three games last year? Four. Two games last year? Four games last year? Yeah, I think four. And then even early on this year, didn't didn't get in right away. Now it seems like you're pretty well entrenched. How difficult was that? How did you keep, you know, punching the card every day to make, to make the strides you had to to get in that lineup? Well, I mean, like, yeah, sitting out a couple of games in the beginning here, it happens. Um, just got to sit around and wait for your chance, and when it comes, take it. I mean, as far as staying clocked in the whole time, it's I wanted to play for the guys in the room. Like, I wanted to. There's. Like we're losing games, I want to step up and contribute to the guys in the room and help us get back on the board. And that's kind of what drove me a little bit. And I mean, nobody likes to be scratched. Nobody likes to sit out of the lineup. But uh, you got to find your role and figure out what helps the team win. Figure out what you can do to help the team win. And once you do it, don't stop doing it. And uh, uh, I mean, I don't like to say I'm safe in the lineup because nobody's safe in the lineup. And uh, but it's fun to play games. It's fun to win. So, I want you to touch a little bit too on the goaltending thing. How in the world do you? You got three guys who can play. How do you? How do you? How do you do it? Sure. How do you do it? You know, coin flip. It's it, it's easy to say whoever's winning is going, but everybody's winning right now. How, how do you? How do you maintain that? Well, and keep those guys happy because they obviously all want to play too. The one thing that's been pretty cool is those three guys have come in together. They've kind of all formed a bond. Like if you see after the game, like they're they're happy for the other guy. So I think that first and foremost is huge. You know, um, three goalie rotation is it exactly what I want? No, but did I think it was going to happen? No. 
but it did. So you just manage it and you, and you just deal with it. And, you know, it's like what you said with Whitey just now. Like, you know, Whitey was very gracious. But, like, Whitey, you know, we have a culture in our room. Like, you know, our freshmen are 21. They're men. You know, I don't want, I don't want uh, uh, kids in the program. Like, I want men. So, like, we could have hard conversations. But on the flip side of that as a coach, and you talk about cult- culture and all that stuff, like, you got to be able to eat crow a little bit too. Like, you know, Whitey didn't didn't divulge this, but Whitey came into the room and basically challenged me. And I thought it was awesome. You know, and he's like, I can, like, give me that chance or whatever. And, hey, if you do that and I feel you're ready, I'm going to tell you to put your money where your mouth is. And, you know, Whitey cashed that check, so he was he's good, right? And he's helped our – he's helped us, and he's – you know, so again, with the goalies, like you, you just have an open and honest conversation with them. And, and that's the best, that, that's the only thing I have, right? I, I can just be like, listen, I'll do whatever I can for you. And I know you're going to play. You might not play as much. Well, hey, I'm not going to win as much as I want to win. So I guess we're all giving up a little bit. So let's yeah. just be men about it. Suck it up. Your time will come. And let's just go to work. And, you know, it's. It's nice to have that in our room, like guys that could kind of take the hard talks and, and not not cut it up and, you know, skew it in their own minds. Like it's a little bit different. Um, the other thing too is, you know, as like in terms of recruiting, like, you know, I love Whitey, but I didn't bring Whitey in to be a power play guy. Like I brought Whitey to come in and, you it's know. first time you heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh you know, we recruit roles too. Right. So when guys like they kind of know what their role is. Now, what, can you expand your role? Absolutely. Right. But I want to know, like, at the end of the day, if you're not scoring or if you're not, you're going to play like this. That allows us to make a lineup that can be competitive. And you know, everyone kind of started to fall in, fall into that a little bit. And you know, some of the guys that maybe are offensive, we know they're offensive you know, that haven't been offensive, well, that then it's then it points you in a direction like, okay, we got to work on this. Uh, you know, guys that are brought in to be defensive-minded players. Well, if, if they're getting scored on, well, then we can work on this. So, uh, but again, you know, you talk about culture and all that stuff too, but, you know, at the end of the day, I don't, I'll be the first to admit I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I'm not the, I don't have all the answers. I don't, like, you know, I can't, um, sometimes, you know, you gotta, you know, if you gotta come into the office and close the door and we gotta have it out, let's have it out. And if that makes you feel better, great. Like at the end of the day, we, you know, you can say whatever you need and I'll still drop you a pound, give you a hug, tell you, I love you, but I'm also going to challenge you. And, you know, if you're willing to do that, you know, it's going to be an honest conversation, you know, but nothing... I don't hold it against you, and I think I've yeah. proven that to the guys. And the, more importantly, with the with thirteen new guys, the returners. So if a kid that doesn't know me as well, like I, I don't know all the guys like in and out just yet. They, you know, they're looking to their teammates for guidance, you know. And Whitey could come in and be like, "Hey, like you know, you better back it up, but yeah. right. you know, have it out." That's one of the things that you and I have talked about as well is, like, Rich is very much an open-door policy kind of guy. Like, he will have the conversation with you, whether it's something that, he, you know, you need advice on or if you're just going to have it out. You know, like yeah. you said, like, Rich's door is always open. So, um, and that's, I think in today's day and age, that's so important, especially when you have a bunch of new guys. Yeah. You know, you know my door's open, you know, because we're new. There's a lot of guys I know in this room, but there's a lot of guys I don't know in this room. Um, and, you know, if Come talk to me. If you've got something you got to say, come and say it to me. Yeah. You know, like, and there'll be times too where I'll be like, "We're not talking about that." Like, <laughs> your mind's in the wrong place. No wonder you are where you are. Get out. Right. Like, and there's other times where I'm like, "Oh, that's a really good point." Like, right. I bring guys in. I've brought Whitey in. Like, who do you want to play with? Like, you guys, they they know. Like, I'm yeah. not. Like I said, I don't have all the answers. Right. Yeah. I'll touch well, on that too. Oh, sorry. Okay. Go ahead, William. No, I mean I've played for coaches who. Uh, they like say they have the open door and they'll come 
bring you in and blow all the smoke and tell you how good you're doing. Just keep doing what you're doing. Rich isn't like that. You go into his room, you know what you're doing wrong by the time you walk out. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you can fix. And and no, like, that's a good thing as a player. I'd rather that than, like, the fake Carl Shalesman sort of deal. Just trying to keep the boys happy. But, no, if you're not doing your job, if you're not doing what your job should be, he'll tell you. And it helps you define it, and it helps the players out. So... And sometimes, too, it's like, hey, guys that are also in your role are just playing better than you. Like sometimes you're doing there is everything. not a reason. Sometimes yeah. there is yeah. no reason, and I'll just be like, hey, like, I, I ain't got nothing to say. Like, if I had another spot on the ice I could put you on, I would, but right. yeah. I don't. Like, and, yeah. you know, we, I would say the biggest thing is because Division Three plays 25 games. Right? Yeah. If we played 30 games, half of this stuff wouldn't even be an issue. Those five more games, you could get guys more. Two more time. Yeah. You, you get guys some more time. You can round it out a little bit. Um, they, you know, they see it. They see the games ticking away and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it. So I think if you, if you're not open and honest with them, you lose them. Yeah. You know, at least if yeah. you know we lose a guy at the end of the day, I can look at it and be like, well, I, well, I tried. Yeah. I think that's a really good segue. I'm not looking past this coming weekend, but I I want to skip over it because after that, it's all all conference play from here on out. You've had a chance to see everybody in the conference so far. I think it's probably as wide open as the WIAC has ever been. He'll come down to the final weekend once again, <laughs> just like any other year. But, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say there's a team, you know, and, again, we talk about that belief. I, I, I don't think there's a team that these guys are like, we have to play perfect to beat. Yeah. I think it's we have to play our game. And we know what to do, and the game plans, and the, uh, you know, the 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 process or the the um, the preparation. That's the word yeah. I'm working for. I don't think really changes from this weekend to next weekend. We you know we know what it is. We we, we do our little bit of pre scout, but at the end of the day, we focus on us, and you know it, it is. It's going to be, you know, the the WIAC is wide open. You know. Yeah. Margins are going to be slim, you know. That's mm-hmm. you know, and usually I mean, it usually is. is. Yeah, it yeah. usually is. You know, the margins are pretty slim. It, what makes it such a tough conference? I don't. know. You can correct me. I just think there's a lot of hate in our conference. Like we all hate each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but, but, like, I don't, like, there's no there's, there's, beyond, there's, beyond the dislike for each other. There's no, yeah, yeah. Like there's no tummy sticks in our conference. Like we go after it. Like, right, we, yeah. like, we get after it. It's true. It's, oh, we're playing River Falls. I hate those guys. Stout. Hate those guys. Claire. Hate those guys. Point. Right. Hate those guys. But I don't know. I mean, uh, is it a mutual hatred, or is that just something in your room? I would imagine it's got to be somewhat. I think mutual. it's pretty mutual. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and they've all been. They're all teammates. We all recruit from the same pot. So like, they. You know, it's bragging rights. Well, and it's that adds a little bit more personal stuff to it too, because it's not just now. I mean, guys remember each other from juniors. They might have played together growing up, you know, you know starting with mites all the way up. Who the, who the heck knows? I mean, it could be any and all those things happening all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the programs have got history with each other, obviously. Um, you know, and that adds a lot of spice to it. Um, but, I mean, like I said, it's not like the guys on the, on the teams are unfamiliar with one another. So when you have that kind of personal knowledge of, I played with this guy, I played against that guy, you know, I've known that guy for 20 years. You know, it does make it more personal. And the, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and playing back-to-backs, like we got back to playing, like when I first got here, you would play River and then you would play Eau Claire. Right, yeah. That third game, that second game on the weekend, like that's that's hockey. Like it's fun. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it, it – it, that's how it was when I played, yeah. and that's one of the things that everybody loved about the 90s era hockey is it developed that hate, yeah. and that second game was usually pretty heated. a grudge match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty you heated. And, yeah. and that's one of the things that people really liked about it in that era is that that was a tough game on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. You know, you won that, you you won it. Yeah, and you were beat up and mm-hmm. tired afterward. Yeah, you, yeah. you almost look at it as six period it's six period game, not a right. Right. three period game. Right. It's like all right, like we're going to battle here. Yeah. Right? Like I I I don't know. I I, I enjoy it. I get ramped <laughs> right. up for it. Oh, I enjoy it too. Makes well, broadcasting I mean, easier. <laughs> right. Well and you know, you, you get ready for it and 
like the personal connections also go into that as well. I mean, whatever happened the night before, going into the second night, you know, that's that's been a thing at the Division One level for a long time because they play two game sets. Um, you know, and now we're seeing it more coming up. I think more often, and the Mayak does. I think a home and home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and the Wyak is sort of back to that back to back thing because, like you said, when you first came in, it was different. They they would yeah. split it up, and you'd have you playing somebody completely different the next night. And so now you were depending on how you did the previous night. Now you're seeing a brand new opponent who you don't really you know you're not really jiving with right now because you haven't seen them yet. You know, on the weekend and. You have to keep track of, okay, River Falls plays maybe this way a little bit differently than Stout plays. So now, you know, mm-hmm. so now we got to make an adjustment in our head. And now it just comes right down to grudge match. <laughs> you know, if you're yeah, playing right. Eau Claire twice or Stout twice or Point or even Northland twice, it's, you know, okay. now <laughs> Yeah, buckle up. Yeah, you got to buckle, buckle up, up. And, and, and grind it out, you know, because it's not going to be necessarily pretty. Right. And it could get pretty personal. But you got to just be mentally ready for that because that's how it's going to be. No, absolutely, and, like, obviously you're taking numbers, like, oh, okay, number 12, hit me a little late. I'll take note of that. I got five, right. five more periods to get him back. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, stuff like that. And, uh, I mean, like you said, like, a lot of guys know each other, and a lot of guys want to win against the guys that they know. Well, and that's why you get those scrums, too, more often in game two. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially at the end of periods where it's like, okay, you know, I've been storing this up now for four periods. I mean, you got me last night, and I'm still pretty angry about it. Yeah, and yeah, it's like yeah, and we've played them all once already, right? So, right. They, they, you know, that second game on Saturday is going to be that's your third game against them, and I, I think it's a testament to our to our conference though as a whole. It's why, even regardless, before we had the the uh, AQ, there was always a WIAC team in the in the Frozen Four, yeah. like because yeah. you're battle tested, like you're you're going through. There's no. Uh, there's no easy games like you know teams that might not be where they want to be or or have a record that they want to have they're gonna catch somebody and like yeah. we gotta prepare to not be that team like you know if you're preparing for records or or playing the game on paper you're gonna get smoked in the WIAC. well and you've yeah. seen it from both sides having come from a different conference you're a transfer obviously yeah so it is different in this league isn't it oh absolutely I mean most uh that yeah all out east conferences it's there's teams who you know are going to lose certain teams in the wyack it's any team can win on any night like we've seen northland beat a stevens point right we've i mean any team can win here mm-hmm. so every game's a battle it's not oh we got these guys like easy win and but yeah. No, yeah we, we, don't we have just that. We just roll out our lines. We're gonna be fine. Yeah, it's not doesn't work that way. No. Yeah, I would love to have one game where we start fast and I can just sit back and roll. Though it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty intense for those sixty minutes. I'll tell you, you that. Keep you on your toes, or yeah, like yeah. I would love for us to start fast and just be like, all right, let's. Well, just... and the margins are like I said, are so thin, and it yeah. isn't just at the top. No, like, it's it goes all, all the way down. You're gonna yeah, go yeah. into the final Saturday yeah. on yeah. what February tenth or whatever With the four day is. different scenarios. And, yeah. yeah, and you're yeah. there'll maybe be one team that'll be locked into a playoff spot, and everything else is wide yeah. open. Yeah, yeah, and there's point here, point there. You know, you can you finish know, anywhere like, from yeah. first to fourth, right? Depending yeah. on what happens. In well, that in the day. last couple of years, we've we've lost this, we've lost the first round by because of that, right? You know, we, we've right. you know, the one year they did something. I don't know. We don't need to talk about that, but. Uh, you know, but like last year, you know, all we needed was one point and we get a first round by and, you know, point came in and took it to us right? yeah. and, mm-hmm. and really said, you know, I don't know if we ever truly recovered. I don't, I don't, think, you and I then, don't think you did. And then I didn't think so. I, I, I didn't think yeah, so I thought the, the first night, especially it was like, okay, you know what yeah, I mean? So like that, you know, so it, it, like, that's the, that's how good our conference is. Like you and that's a tough spot too because you have to turn around then after you get like you said you know point came oh, out swinging. huge letdown yeah yeah, yeah. Huge. and huge letdown you know you still you got to go into the room and then say hey we got another game to play against these guys you know we have to keep the energy up but mm-hmm. when you have a big letdown like that you know it's hard to go in the room and see all those guys sitting there going because right. they know what just happened you know and that's oh they definitely know what happened <laughs> yeah. after the second game yeah well I but, mean but I mean even the letdown on on the Friday night though like you yeah. go. No, I got to go in there and try to fire them up to play tomorrow after this big letdown tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and it's but that's what you build for all season. Yep. Yeah. Right. And yep. like you, you, you want to be, you want to be in a meaningful game. 
you want to earn that buy you want to you or earn whatever place that you had you don't want like having regrets stinks like it's regret is a real um it's a real energy killer that's one and it sticks with you for a long time it can stick with you and those let like you know how you know one of the things we really want to work on with the guys this year is like you know don't forget like you know in the words of uh Colorado Buffaloes like you know take receipts and like yeah. go like go and get it done like get like yeah. go and um you know right the wrong like you yeah. know be you know be angry about it like play with passion like you know make sure that doesn't happen again push yeah. back like yeah. cuz you need that cuz that you might dig into that you might go to that well in the third period of the WIAC championship like right. hey you know we're down two one. Let's go. We already like, got a taste of it with Scholastica too. Exactly. Yeah. You and know, that's what like, those... we didn't forget. Like that was that was big. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we didn't forget. We went. We came back from behind twice to tie it up. Yeah. Right. Like that's against a team that was undefeated. Yeah. Like yeah. The, yeah that's, that that knows how to win and has been winning. Well, and then, and, and that's yeah. something that traditionally with your teams has been difficult. Coming from behind has been hard for your teams. Mm-hmm. If you don't score the first goal, it's a couple of years ago it was a guaranteed loss. Yeah. If they didn't score the first goal, they lost. They never came from behind. So it says something. Yeah. You know, that, that it's working. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a confidence in the room piece. Like, mm-hmm. we'll go back in the locker room. We got this, boys. Yep. We got this. Yeah. Like, nobody's just saying that. Everybody's believing that. Sure. And that's the difference. I think we got guys now that when they say it, it's not just words. Sure. And I think that's yeah. the guy that says it backs it up right and that starts to fuel the next shift and the next guy and his you know his the guy that's sitting next to him to his right and his left and it's not the rah rah stuff and all you know some guys do it other guys don't some guys do it by example other guys will just say it you know this year for the first time in four years cj walker spoke up i thought that was huge like cj hasn't said anything you know he was more of an example guy and you know he kind of took he kind of doubled down on taking the excuses and being like there is no moral victories like we got to go yep. and i think that helped fuel the turnaround a little bit too like there's all these things as you 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 bank all these things throughout the season yep. right and then you you resort back to those things when you need to mm-hmm. right and then you you know and hey sometimes you got to go like how many times scarves has uws gone got to the uh, tournament by coming in through the back door. Most of them. Right? So, like, it, it's not no. like it hasn't been done. It's not like it hasn't been done here. It's like you just got to play. Your, you got to build and build good habits and build it up till yep. you're playing your best hockey when it counts the most. What does bringing a guy in at the break do to that room? Because that's a case that you're, you have unfolding with you right now. You have a player that came in during the break. You were that person last year. 30 years ago it was me. But what does that do? And then when that person gets inserted in the lineup, what does that do? Because he's taking someone's job. Well, we're still looking for a Garves. We haven't found a Garves yet to come in. But uh, Garves couldn't play anymore because he's way too slow. <laughs> Coach Nelson, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's something you think about. But at the end of the day, to me, when I addressed it to the guys, and, and Whitey can, can go on this further, it's I'll do – I'll make whatever decision I need to make to make sure the program wins. At the end of the day, the guys all know me, them, nobody's bigger than the program. So, you know, we went out and tried to find a guy that we think could help us offensively. So, you know, we we didn't just bring in a guy to bring in a guy. There was a reason. This is the reason. We're going to do it. Some guys, I think, take it and... Be like, all right, I accept that challenge. Let's go do this. Other guys, you know, might get in a little bit of poopy pants, but they got to get out of them. Right. You know, they got to get out of it or you're going to get left behind. Like, at the end of the day, my job is to win. Right. This is a winning program. This has been a winning program. Uh, this was this was a program that if you didn't go Division One, you were begging to come here. Right. You wanted to do that and, you know, Again, like we've put a lot of guys into pro hockey. (laughs) 
if you think, you know, I have a short leash, wait till you get to the next level. Right. So, again, it's another mental preparation thing because we'll have four or five more guys this year sign somewhere and play pro before they graduate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just think that, like, coach's perspective, like, you have a hole that you got to fill, you got to fill it when you can. And I think that's what we did here. I mean, I've known. Yeah, See, so you've got familiarity with the players, so yeah, I've known Carson since junior. So he talk was my about captain, him. my age out year, and um, for the Superior Bruins. Yeah, I didn't realize we, that. <laughs> it's a feeder program for here. We'll get into that another time. But uh, yeah, he was my captain in junior. Uh, knew the guy could make offensive plays like it's nobody's business, and knew he was a good guy for the room that we've already seen. Guys have already acclimated to him very well. He's part of the team within a week. Uh, like socially um but uh i mean yeah i i got a little bit last year when i came in at the break obviously it's like what the frick like why are we like what yeah. we're not good enough mm-hmm. you know so there's going to be a little bit of that but uh at the end of the day i think we're a team and i think guys understand that this missing piece makes the team stronger well that's that's kind of part of the i'm obviously not a hockey guy and i don't have a lot of experience with with the, the dynamics of a hockey room, but um, the example I always go to is, um, and it, it you know it, it's somewhat chintzy, but in the movie uh, Miracle, where he Herb Brooks brought on Tim Harrer, which is a true story, mm-hmm. and he actually did bring Timmy Harrer in, and Timmy Harrer was a heck of a hockey player, yeah. and everybody in that room was scared now because they knew how good a player he was, and it's like he's taking somebody's job, that's what he's here to do. And well, look at the NHL yeah. trade deadline every yeah, single year. Yep. Yeah, teams I mean, that are in really good playoff positions, grabbing guys, yeah, get yeah. a little bit deeper, and it's like the. I mean, you just went through sixty something games and got to that position, and you're the guy that gets traded like that. Yeah, that sucks, you know. But it, that's the nature of the beast, right? Like yep. we're, we're trying to get better. You're not satisfied yeah. until you're the only one team does it right. Right. And, and it, it, it has that chance, though, and this is something I, you know, with Liam, because he was that guy last year. Now he's welcoming in, a, you know, a former teammate from juniors that's coming in, you know, to play. And there's ownership. Yeah. That, you know, Whitey, you know, Whitey, uh, you know, Carson, like, you have to come in and prove it. Yeah. You know, why did I, well, why are you here? Like, you know, yeah. like, th- that's, that's, a, that's their part of the deal. Right? Mm-hmm. right, like you got to show why. Yep. And Rich touched on it earlier. I mean, our youngest guy in the team's twenty-one years old. Like we're we're grown-ups. Yeah. I mean, we're we've been getting traded around since we were eighteen. Like we're all used to it. Nobody's really too chapped about it. Right. So, I mean, we've seen it before. We understand that hockey's a business. We understand that winning is the yeah. world. And if we can get a guy everything. in that can help us, that guy can help us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Big boys. Yep. Final so. thoughts. No, I just hope you guys keep it rolling. Um, you know, so it's, do they. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but this is, I mean, winning eight out of nine, this is one of the better streaks I've seen from a UWS men's team for a while. Um, last year started out fast, and then, you know, things got a little bit a little bit hairy at the end. Um, this year started slow, and now we're picking up big-time, you know, pace and momentum in the middle. And now, you know, we're in that middle point. Now we're just going to start getting into that second half, you know, like you said, after this last non-conference weekend. And then going to the conference, um, you know, I'm just hoping that they keep it rolling um, and that, you know, things can be as smooth as possible. I mean, there are always going to be bumps in the road, but, you know, Rich and I talk about this kind of stuff too when we get a chance. And, you know, 25-game season isn't real long, but it's long enough that there's going to be adversity and bumps in the road. For yeah. sure. Yeah. And, you know, I think going through adversity too, like I, I remember this time last year, like – you know, you get into those dog days, right? Like, here we are in January. There's no school. There's no one really on campus. And we don't have an away game. Like, we don't even leave Superior, right, basically, yeah. for the entire break. I don't feel that with this team. I don't feel we're like, oh, okay, let's go. You know, it's been a very weird winter, as we all know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it just started. Yeah. It just started. <laughs> just started. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's, uh, it's been a very weird winter. Uh you know, but I don't feel that that we're you know we're not complacent. You know, I I do feel we we have very coachable guys, and I would say that's I wouldn't say I had that I've had that feeling 
for as long as I've had for this season in the seven years past. It was, you know, and there are some different characteristics to this team that I've seen. Um, and I'm just going to, like, focus on those points and keep keep going there to that well. Uh I, th- you know, hopefully we'll be one of those teams there at the end. We, you know, in in the WIAC we're, we're we've been pretty good. Um, you know, now we gotta, you know, now you gotta take care of business, right? Like you yep. gotta, you know, we took care of business against Northland. You know, you're hoping Northland gets, a, you know, any team can beat any team. Hoping Northland steals a couple of points from some teams. That's that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we owe we owe Eau Claire. We we owe River Falls. Like I didn't think the River Falls loss was a good loss by any means. Like that wasn't we weren't there yet. Like they caught us. They got they got a free three points in my opinion. You know and Eau Claire. Well, we're not good in Eau Claire. Well, let's get you know we got them at home, right? right. And yep. Point. You know we got them at home. We're we're okay in, in point. Like, I don't, it doesn't, we play well there. We haven't maybe not gotten the results we've gotten, but we've played well there. We've been good games down there. It's been good it's games been good down games there, there, right? Yeah. Like, so let's go and let's go do to them what they did to us. Right. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and Stout, we're no longer, you know, we have them at home. So now we're not playing in the Arctic Circle. So <laughs> we'll be able to. You know, hopefully take care of business there. No one is happier so about cold. that than him. It's so cold. <laughs> is the worst. It's so cold there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's told me all about the community center for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he said whenever we can just get that road trip out of the way. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy about it. He's I like, like it in the beginning of the year because it's warmer outside, so it's warmer in the building. But yeah, he's but, like, I don't know what it is about that place, but it's just like it's like playing in an ice box. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. one of those trips you're loading up the bus and you're like, oh. <laughs> There's a lot of work to be done, but there I is. believe in the team, and I believe the guys have belief. It's a good way to end it. That'll do it for this week's episode. We want to thank head coach Rich McKenna, Liam Whitehouse from the men's hockey team for joining us. For them, the Big Sound, Matt Johnson. I am John Garver. Thank you for watching this week's Eye of the Sport. <laughs>